are you into Bebo? I actually do want to travel around Nigeria. It's just a oh, trip. Got to go. What's that one time I asked a question? The teacher said, is it time for questions? <laughs> Can't you wait? This is the podcast for you. I mean, just a sidebar to Christian. Nobody's getting saved by the fact that you're not getting some. Act of being an adult, grown up city. city. <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about. I said what I said. The Unsolicited Opinions podcast starts now. Who was prepared for this? Hi guys, so FK and I had our first live show on the 28th of February at Social Media Week. So first of all, let me just say a big thank you to everybody that came. I know FK said it a number of times, but we genuinely weren't sure people would show up. And not only did you guys show up, there were quite a number of you. People had to stand up at the back. They didn't seem to mind. They were really kind. The crowd was very, very interested in hearing what we have to say, in talking to us, in asking questions. It was pretty, pretty amazing. And we have to say a really, really, really big thank you to everybody who's listened to any episode, even half of an episode. This wouldn't have been possible without you. Um, We really want to do more of these types of shows, but there's really no point in doing them if the people we want to see, you guys, aren't interested. So on our Instagram, on Twitter, send us an email. Let us know if you'd be interested in more live shows. Do you want guests? Do you want it to be an hour long? Do weekdays work? Do weekends work? If you are at the live show, what do you think could be better? You know, just information that can really help us quote unquote serve you guys better i've always wanted to use that just help us serve you better and um, we want to thank a whole bunch of people who made this happen thank you to the social media week team um for inviting us for um being on hand for things we needed thank you to the fabulous midas radio team whoop whoop thank you to lady biba for the fantastic clothes and everyone who came out this couldn't have been possible without you so guys enjoy have a good time like i said we're solving your issues so you know while all everybody's equal here there's no need to form any type of thing okay um jola do you want to take one question from the people who emailed us and then we'll take one from the audience okay all right like i wrote down like 15 yeah there were a lot of things going on i mean the range of issues was diverse as well you guys are going through a lot um and i don't know what to do oh, about it my favorite one straight okay. to the point why does my boyfriend think i will listen to everything he says and still come back to act like a child by the way he's the last child that's the question that's her that's her entire question why does my boyfriend think i will listen to what he says then comes back to act like a child by the way he's a, the last child. Because, my dear, he is a child. Yeah, you know, this is a simple one. Uh, the level of irritation in this person's voice is high. She typed it in caps lock. By You've the way. already answered the very question <laughs> um, that you're asking because your main complaint is that your boyfriend is a child. And so I suggest you dump him. No, um, I don't know. I think that's a bit harsh. Fakemi, I think that's harsh. What I think she should do is she should be passive aggressive. So okay. she should just start buying him. Is that better? Chill. Than what she I just said. Start, she should just start buying him very telling presents. A dummy, serilac. <laughs> <laughs> be like, oh, oh babe. Oh, and then, and then when, he, when he starts acting like a baby, just be like, go, 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 go. <laughs> no, because <laughs> you go, see, go, 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 what she added at the end, she now said he's the last born, but she's irritated by the whole thing. The entire situation of him. So when, like, when he starts his rubbish, she just say, oh, you cutie. <laughs> You see, personally, I think she should dump it. <laughs> but, okay. Me, I've said my own. I or, think or, or, imagine if he starts talking and she just brings out a rapper. Yeah, come, come, come. <laughs> come, 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 come. Let me back you. Okay. Does anyone in the audience want to kick us off? Does anybody have with a question? A comment? A suggestion? Actually, we're not keen on suggestions. And you guys keep making them. Yeah. <laughs> keep telling someone, us what someone, to do. Some, I, yeah, I have to be honest about it. Someone messaged, eh, I, I would like, I don't have a question, but I skipped the thing. So if you don't have a question, why did you write in? <laughs> I don't have a question, but I can't suggest. We don't care. No, we don't care about your suggestion. Okay. Um, I think he had a question. A okay, thing. go. Can we give this lovely man it's a It's not night? a question. Is it not a question? Be guided. I just want you to be guided in your approach now. Because anything you say can and will be used against you. Starting with insults. I, do you borrow your laptop? Are you taking notes? So you're working in the middle of our session. <laughs> so everybody here, we're all lesbians. We don't have anything to do. 
Okay. I think it's worth it. Yes, of course. Um, I think love. Do you know what? Actually, we'll talk about love is fine. I think everyone is overreacting. Everyone is saying, oh my God, how can they fall in love in two minutes? But someone that, that called you three days in a row, you're still liking his pictures on Instagram. You're still today. telling people, and he used to talk to me since he's married. Okay? <laughs> he has moved on. Yeah, I think I, I like social experiments. I love it. That show the folly of humanity. All of us, at one point or another, in secondary school, a boy collected your number from somewhere. Mm. You spoke to him on free midnight calls for one week, two mm. weeks. And then you were in a relationship until you met next Saturday at Silverbed. What was the difference between what you did and what they're doing on Love is Blind? Even what we do in the real world, you just meet somebody from nowhere. All of a sudden, two weeks, you're in love. You follow the person. Uh, then you come and say you want to marry the person. Where do you know him from? You don't know him. You don't know him. You don't know They're him. just accelerating the process. Life is short. Yeah. Coronavirus is here. We I think you should years. watch. I think you should watch. I don't advise people to do it in Nigeria, Sha, because we're moving among spirits. But... But it's very dangerous, honestly. And then also, a big problem I had on Love is Blind is some people, their voice is sweet, right? So you get carried away, and then they're ugly. <laughs> so this is a big, big, big disparity for me, and that, that can be offensive. It's a big risk, Sha, to fall in love with personality. I don't know people say, I fall in love with personality. Fall in love with personality is a lie. And it's what's on the inside that matters, because my heart is outside here. <laughs> as, I, as they're looking at me now, all, all you're seeing is kind-hearted and, and warm. No, I look good. And that's the first thing that you're going to take note of, Okay. Um, but yeah, I think Love is Blind is a great show. It's a good and show. I actually don't think it's that wild that people can fall in love in like a week. They do married in 90 days or is it 30 days? 90 or? day fiance. My favorite show is Married at First yeah. Sight. Married at, fir- married at First Sight. You know, I look, I think, I mean, some people who have been knowing each other for five years, where have they got into with it? So, you know, I don't think it's a thing. Okay, does anybody else have a question or a dilemma? No, we, can we have sweet on? questions here. Or did any one of you who did, you, did any of you send in a question and you're here? Just wink, wink. Don't worry. Let's try. You just put your hand up slowly. We can understand so why we can try and identify your questions. Okay, don't worry. I'm gonna read another one that someone sent us in. And by the way, if the audience has some suggestions that we miss to advise them. Um, I think we can take that on. So Yade sent, hey ladies, I love your podcast. Thanks, babes. My boyfriend forgot our one year anniversary. Mm, mm. Mm, mm. I know he loves me. Mm. Can we just pause there? He's cheating. <laughs> He's cheating. Wait, what is he thinking about? He forgot our one year anniversary. Hold on. I know he loves me, but sometimes I feel like he doesn't know how to show it. Hmm. <laughs> I find it really uncomfortable talking about my feelings, so I tend to just bottle things up. Mm. Mm. Rather than fully tell him how I'm feeling. I also tend to give up on relationships pretty quickly. Mm. After one year, it's quickly. Mm. So I'm having to rein in my urge to just end things with him. Mm. I need advice on how to get past this and express my emotions in a way that will be productive because I know that we can make it work. Oh, man. I just don't know how to thank you. Um, Yade, love. <laughs> Sweetie. So, okay, forgetting your own anniversary is bad, right? But it's not, it's not the end of the world. However, so this, this is one of those things that presents as one problem. But actually, there are several issues happening here at once. So he forgot your anniversary, you're upset. But then you're bottling your emotions, you can't tell him. I wonder why is that? Is it because he's not listening to you or because you yourself aren't able to say? And then this is now making you end your relationship quickly. I have to say, you've been in this relationship for one year. That's not that quick, love. You've, you've been in it for some time. Jola, what do you have to say about this? He's cheating. This? As he's I said cheating. earlier, he's not cheating. The only thing that he's thinking about is another woman's bosom. <laughs> Which is why he doesn't have to reach. Spi- and her spirit knows. That's why her spirit is scratching her to leave. All men. Okay. No okay. problem. This one. Anyway, look, I don't think it's the end of. The, I mean, you should make him suffer small, Sha, for forgetting your adversary. But I actually don't think it's the end of the world. But the bigger problem is you not being able to express your emotions, and nobody can really help you with that. You just kind of have to get it out. I have a. I mean, I don't know if it's because you're afraid of how he will react or. Um, you don't want to be vulnerable, but again, a person you can be vulnerable with is not really a person that you can make a relationship work with long term. So what oh. I would say is approach the vulnerability and if it can't click, then, uh, you know, part B, like you've already said, perhaps it's time. Snip, snip. 
did you become so wise? Do you get? I was thinking <laughs> that. And I was saying money. Wow, look at that. Yeah. That, that, was think, that was good advice. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think and the bigger problem is that you can't... Yala what? You can't, talk, you can't talk out in your own relationship. That's yeah, really I think... Time. if you Look, if you can't tell your partner how you're feeling about the fact that they forgot their one year or your one year anniversary, that's not even... I mean, it's major, but it's not even going to be the, the big thing that you're going to have to express yourself on. So if you can't even be angry about something that is completely justifiable in that way, when you get other tricky matters about you know, things that may not seem obvious, you might struggle. So I would say approach it with with some vulnerability. You should try. But if it can't click, if you feel like you can't talk to your partner, then um, oh, also the bigger problems happen. She didn't tell us whether or not she's one of those people that did the whole, oh, no, all these things, it's not a big deal. Uh, it's yes. not a big deal to me. I'm just, yes. I'm just so low maintenance. I don't really care you know, about I don't really like that. Valentine's Day. It's such a commercial not, holiday. No, 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 no. You know, like, it's all about how um, we feel. Dates don't matter. Yeah, every day is Valentine's every day. Day is oh, so yeah. what did you get today, then? <laughs> <laughs> every day is Valentine's Last week in call, what did they get for you? Rubbish. Yeah. Look, if you're one of those people that are trying to make somebody feel better by saying that things are not a big deal, it's going to end in tears. Premium tears like the tears. tears the kind of tears that you have to accompany it with snacks ice cream you know movies you know eh, yeah weight gain although although it's off topic but heartbreak fantastic workout plan trust me if you get heartbroken by a Yoruba man or south south you lose the weight quickly I'm telling you all of a sudden you remember that you want to do apply for masters you want to go do MBA your life will be moving in a in a swifter I'm not speaking of a personal experience but trust me trust me it's a good plan okay Jala another does anybody else here have another question before we read another one come on guys you look like you have a lot of problems sorry Yes. Oh, there's a mic. Thank you. I didn't really hear. We didn't hear. Um, how to deal with aunties and moms' marriage questions. Good. Good. Before I love the age that. of 30. I, okay. Fantastic. So, I, I'll tell you, this actually happened. I am, I'm not proud of it, but honestly, I was pushed to the very edge. And it, it's not what I would recommend, but honestly, what I recommend is take this, reduce it by like a third, and that's the energy. that. So, you're blocking the person that we're talking to now. You're a big man. Okay, so she this is somebody she's married, right? And um, quite frankly, well, we're not sure she's married, child, but but the, the 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 appearance of the marriage is there. Have I seen two of them together operating as a family? No, I have not. So you know, she went on and on. I was at my friend's wedding, and she went on and on about ah, Macheti, where's your husband? Can you so I just looked at her. I said, Auntie, okay, where is yours? At least you are already married. You are living here. The whereabouts of your husband now today? Are you aware of it? You don't know where he is. She said he's in Europe. Where <laughs> is your husband? After that, uh, she refrained from asking me such things. I don't. I, I don't suggest this approach. Can get you slapped. He can be come from a very very classy family. They don't. They don't slap. Let me tell you. He can family. get you worst. But my approach to to aunties with this question, may I answer them? Or? I answer them, any, and whatever energy they bring to me with the question is the same energy I use to respond to the question. Ah, you put on weight, you too. <laughs> same to you, dear. Do you get? So it's all it's all the same. And me, I just I answer them. So I don't know. He's coming soon. Or what do you want me to say again? I generally take it as banter now, and I reply with the funniest thing I can think of in the moment, honestly. Because otherwise, if you take it seriously, yeah. they're going to try and engage you in. That was what I was going to say. Turn everything to a joke. Yeah. Like most of their marriages, yeah. a joke. Just Turn everything to a joke. Laugh. Um, laugh. No, but seriously, here's what I think. I think part of the reason why it gets to us so much is because we care, but we keep pretending we don't care, yeah. right? There are some things that people get on you about a lot, but because you genuinely don't care, it doesn't matter to you. Yeah. But at the, maybe at the back of your mind, you are also like kind of anxious about it. And so when somebody talks to you about it, it brings that anxiety to the forefront. So apart from having to deal with that personally, you can honestly tell... I think we're no longer at the age where it's easy for um, family members to bully you yeah. as much. So if you say, Auntie, I, pa- I particularly don't like talking about this thing. It gives oh, yeah. me anxiety. It makes me irritable. I say, now look, we're having this conversation. Nobody's happy. <laughs> I'm not happy. I'm you not happy. Silly. You are not happy. Look at where we've all now ended the family, up now. The family members are looking at us, wondering what's going on here. 
It's just uncomfortable for everybody. Generally, me, I answer them. I honestly answer yeah, them. Yeah, so Femi has time. I actually have time. The other day, someone asked me and I gave them the full juice. I said, let me tell you what happened with the last person that I met now. <laughs> you ask me if this kind of person that you want me to marry. Let's look at it. After she said, ah. I said, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, look, give yeah. me a break. This is what I'm dealing with in this life. Exactly. Okay? This is what I'm going to. I said, look at what happened to my friend yesterday. She said, ah. I said, yeah. This was, yeah. This was happening in the streets these yeah. days. Okay, um, any other questions? I have, I have. Okay, read, let's read one. I am single and I think I'm ready for a relationship. And I think I want it. But I don't want to talk to anybody or go out or make new friends. How am I going to fix this? I also don't want to audition on any dating app. Can't love just find me in my house where I am every day? She should order it on Amazon. Um... Uh, um, she should order it on Amazon. The love, my dear. The quick answer to that is no. Nothing uh, will find you, let me tell you where you are. I read that and I just thought, hey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody that is not clear on what they're. You don't want to go out. She doesn't want to be on any app. You don't want to be on an app. You don't want to actually talk to anyone actually. But then you want to be in a relationship with the person that you are not talking to. I think she should order it on Amazon. No, I think what you need to do, when, when she has gone to that point, that's when the aunties that uh, the last person that question was avoiding, that's where they come in handy. Yeah. Just send all your aunties your spec in send two working all, days. Do you know what? Actually, <laughs> yes. In For two that working person. days, your, your aunties will start calling you, my dear, did you say short or tall? Short last son. She said, because let me tell you, there's one I found there. The guy is not all there, but uh, at least half. <laughs> Shola's son. No, he no, just no. came back now. Is that what you're ready UK? for? Your aunties, they will even do your, your engagement. It's only your picture they will Before use. You, look, honestly, if, if that's you, eh, you have to outsource the whole situation. Yep. Give your friends, give your auntie, anyone you see there, you take it like that. Yep. Because you've decided that you don't want to be involved. Give them, write out your specs, send it out, send it out to your friends, send it out. In fact, aunties and mommies are the best at this because anybody son they see anywhere. They start taking pictures. Next thing, they'll be showing them your you. picture. Saying, ah, I showed you. Ah, she's a nice girl. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Honestly, I actually think that's what you should that's do. That's the only way. I, I, don't, I haven't seen it work for anyone, you know. But it can work for you. you. Maybe your friends can click. But this auntie, uh, everybody that aunties want to introduce you. Because they don't know them. They're always deceived. When they greet them, you know, they just think, oh, what a lovely boy. They don't know that he's a spirit. You know? So, evil spirit. You have to Yes, a, a demonic spirit. These are some of the things. So, for you, I suggest that you outsource the whole thing to your, um, to your family members and your friends. Even the friends want some introductions. After the introduction is made, I think to myself, I want to know what you saw in me that made you that makes you believe that me and this person can have anything to do with each other. Talk less of the kind of relationship that you want us to have. So, you know, but I think introductions work. A lot of people I know, like most of my friends that are married, they introduce them to each other. So I think that you guys should go for it. It can click for you. I will not be held responsible for me. I did introduction three times. They all broke up. So, and after they broke up, they came to ask me questions. I've told them I'm no longer doing such things anymore because I was not there in your relationship. You people broke up. Now both of you are phoning me. That what? Was I there? Did I ask? I didn't send you. You know. Okay, I'm going to read the next one. Oh, sis. Ray said, "Why am I always attracted to?" Older or seemingly unavailable men, sis. You know, it's like I wrote this question by myself uh, because it is an epidemic. (laughs) It's it's actually a pandemic issue that one is facing. Uh, You know, me and my friends, we gather and we ask ourselves such philosophical things like, why am I always attracted to older, unavailable men? Very good question. That's what you have to that is a spiritual problem. Um, I would like to direct you to MFM. <laughs> but no, but seriously, I think, I think people that are constantly attracted to unavailable people don't necessarily want to be in a relationship. No, I disagree. And I don't mean unavailable as in his. You are a dirty liar. <laughs> you lie for fun. Look, you lie for fun. First of all, you know, you don't need to resort to insults. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm not lying. Let me tell you the facts. Mm? I don't mean unavailable as in he's in a relationship. That's a different thing, okay? Don't let them pour acid on you that you said that. As I said what I said, they say you should approach. Don't approach anybody. 
that's the relationship. I mean, unavailable as an emotionally unavailable, or you want a relationship, they don't want a relationship, or you like them, they don't like you back. I've never had that, so I can't speak to that. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't speak to that that situation actually. But you, have I told you that I believe um, emotionally unavailable is a scam? Have yes, you said that? so. Okay. And I would, I you know, after I finish my answer about the emotional unavailability, you can go into it. What I think, uh, I think that there's there's a there's a part of people, I think especially women, that you see somebody that has said to you clearly, or is clearly like exhibiting signs that the kind of relationship you want, they don't want it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there's something that happens in you where you believe that because it's me, they... <laughs> uh-huh. Because it's me, they are going to change, change because you are special, right? And they like you a lot. So they're going to change their mind about what they've already decided that has nothing to do with you at all. You've not decided that because it's you. There's something in you that wants to challenge the man. So that people will not be saying, oh, he changed for her. The one example will not be using up and down, up and down, <laughs> that he changed for her. There's always one example that everybody knows. Example two and three, they can never say it. But he changed for her. You know, this guy, he's, you know, he's living a baby boy lifestyle. All of a sudden, it's you that you, he wants to commit to. You think that it's going to be you. It's not. This guy now, he doesn't know how to express himself. He's, he doesn't know how to communicate. You're frustrated. You're trying to force him. You've been sending him paragraphs. He's been sending you KK. You know, he's been sending you what do you mean? <laughs> After you poured out your whole heart. But you think that you're going, the one that's going to open his floodgates. It's not going to happen. And I don't know what that thing is inside people. It's happened to me as well. That makes you think that because it's you, somebody else is going to change well, you are arrogant, how they are. I'm, I'm very arrogant. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the main problem that I'm having. <laughs> Pride has come. The fall has also come. So me, I'm settled on that. And I think the solution to it is this. Try it one time. Yep. Try it. Go for somebody who's emotionally available. When your eye finishes clearing, you won't do it yeah, again. Yeah, disgrace is I'm always a joking. very good teacher. Ah, disgrace is the best. Disgrace teacher. is the best teacher. When you and see that, when you start to feel like you, as in you are following him up and down, you're the one that's chasing him, or you're calling her, calling her, she's not answering. You stop it. I'm yeah. Oh, my favorite type of disgrace is the one that you can't even tell anybody. Yeah. When it's so hot, it's so it's it's that your personal. friends will be like, "What happened?" You'll be like, "I don't even want to talk about it." Uh, you know, actually, I just <laughs> I, realized I that he's actually like, not know, my. I don't, type. I don't want to give my energy to men anymore. I yeah, I can't, I can't I'm focusing on myself because you know, people thinking about self- it. Your the back of your eyes are hot. Hashtag self love. Otunche bubble bath. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you are doing mask serum, dancing on Snapchat. Uh, that's where you decided that you are doing deep condition for the whole weekend. You are doing deep condition in your head. Yeah, we know what's going on. Okay, no, but. Even for guys as well, like I've seen some guys that I'm like, look, this babe doesn't like she you. She doesn't want. She doesn't want. There's nothing wrong with you, but she doesn't want. But you just feel like it's you because it's me. Eh, there's something you're going to overcome this challenge, and I don't know why we want that. So I don't know. I think that's. I mean, personally, that's been it for Misha. The older men one, uh, I can't speak to that really. You know that. That's just happened because I've the reason why I'm attracted to older men is because I've spoken to the men that are my age um, at length, and uh, there's not much more to say to them. So <laughs> I decided to try a different demographic. But men are, you know, they're all kind of people are the same. It, mm. Age is not the mm. the main qualifier. So don't don't be moving to anybody because of their age. It doesn't mean uh, I've met older people. They don't have sense. Uh, younger ones, they also don't have sense. So. You know, just find your person in the midst. But I think being constantly attracted to people who are like unavailable to you in some way, I think that you have to look within and ask yourself what it is that you are like seeking from this. Because once you realize that somebody doesn't want the same thing you want, the thing that should happen is you should be like, okay, cool, we don't want the same thing. Instead, the thing that happens to a lot of us is you then start to try and make the thing happen by force. Whereas what you want is a relationship with somebody who also wants the same things. Um, as you so for me i would say look within it happens to me as well like it's not i don't think it's it's like a dire problem but if you keep moving to unavailable people especially at the point you found out that this is not what you want you'll never end up getting you'll constantly be frustrated and even if you do end up in a relationship with them you'll be the one in charge of keeping it going and um that kind of work is not necessary for your life sis yeah you have a question uh my name is hugh um, your parents are classy, Hugh. Thank you. <laughs> so now I have a question. Like, when you go through one, two, three very horrible relationships, 
and then you meet someone that is giving you the right answers, telling you everything that you have always wanted to hear. You know, your first reaction is to run because you feel like it's fake, it's not real. Someone cannot be that smooth, like, come on, ah, cannot be having the right answers every time. So now, how do you get out of that space where you give everyone a chance because you have been hurt before? First of all, I really enjoy your hot pants. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of bum shots, and I think it's a fantastic look. Ah, Hugh, this is a man of wealth. Please look at that name, Hugh. Hugh. <laughs> I love that, Hugh. Ah. Did they mispronounce your name in school? Like how? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> because honestly, that's the first problem that I thought. Yeah, I guess if I name my son Hugh now, they say, is that call him you? Uh, there was a girl in my there was a girl in my school named uh, Mercedes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercedes. <laughs> And she used to get so she just she just started introducing herself by her second name, her Ibo name. She couldn't take it. Because it would be a disaster. Ah, anyway, um, Hugh, that's so a great question. Yeah. Why did you say I should start? I don't know. How do you know if I know the answer or not? Mm, you you seem like you're, you're on a roll today now. I am Hugh, me, I never have good advice for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie. I can't lie to you. I my have friend, to be frank. My Jola friends has never, advised me before it's ended in My tears. friends never in the group <laughs> chat. I'm never the one that they say, Jola, what do you think? <laughs> My own job is to make people laugh because any advice I give you, take it at your own risk. Let me tell you, just to hold the person's trousers and say, are you lying? (laughs) (laughs) Are you lying? Because I have two chances left in me and if you try me, (laughs) just hold the person's trousers and say, look, (laughs) I don't have time for all this rigmarole. Are you lying? (laughs) Fake can't because start telling you, look within, look without. There's no time for that. (laughs) We don't have time for that. Just say, look here. Hmm? You like me, you've talked to me, I've liked you, I've talked about. Is there any point during this conversation you are a liar? <laughs> <laughs> Refer me so that I can know whether it's a breaking point or not. Fake me now, feel free. Look, I can't lie, that's what you should do. <laughs> <laughs> because your case now, as you've said it, one, two. Because in life, you only need two heartbreaks. Okay? The first one, you are young, you are in love. It's okay. The second one is the one that should, that should clear your eye. It is irresponsible to be heartbroken four times. Irresponsible. Yes. Okay. So, honestly, I think at that point, you have to start moving with military precision. Okay. So, what Jala has said now, I subscribe it to you. Because people say a lot of things. Yeah, just have them straight up that. See, see, shh. Don't say anything again. I've heard you. I've heard you. I've heard you. You I've heard you. Everything you're saying now is very good. Is this going to end in disgrace? <laughs> okay. Are you going to cause me to be disgraced? Yeah, are you putting me to shame or not? That's it. You mean me harm. <laughs> Since and people will tell you, I know people that have said it, that they've told you from as in ahead of time that this is not going to end well, but we're going to have a good time. Do you get it? <laughs> then you, because you are spicy in life, you are wild, you are free spirit, you're not walking to it. By yourself, then you'll be telling your group chat stories. Well, at the beginning, you didn't know. <laughs> so, honestly, and but the other thing is that this is where I'm now, I'm now going to do, Kenny, that you have to give people chances. I think that sometimes when you've been, when people have done you dirty, you approach everybody with your fists up and it doesn't help, okay? But you have to be guided because, like I said, four times is too many times. Yeah, if that if four times comes, you have to be the people always say, Oh, am I a mug? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, when you say, Am I a mug? You say, No, it's not your fault. It's sometimes it's your fault, it's your fault. You have to look at your pattern. So, if this person is different from all the other people you've been interacting with, then move to the person. You know, but definitely hold that trouser. Find out that look me in the eye. Look at me. <laughs> look me in the eye. And just yarn me now. What kind of crazy are you? Do you get? Just yeah. Explain it to me now the problems that you're going to foresee. You've been in a relationship with me. Me, I know my problems. I can there tell you many. everything. I can tell you the I problems. I can tell too. you the problems that you're going to face if you enter a relationship with me now. So I don't want you to be shocked when one year comes and I say, oh my God, yes, I told you that this is how I am. You have to take it like that. Okay. Does anybody else have... Um, oh, somebody. Hi. Hi. Hi, I'm Shaya. Hi, Hi Shaya. So I wanted to ask for both of you your opinion on like a respectful, a respectful amount of time you can start dating after you had like a hey, serious relationship. After you what? 
No, no, please let him land. After, after you broke up from what you consider a serious relationship, mm. especially if you're like in the okay, same see. circle of friends. Uh, um, yeah, okay. I have a very different view on this than most people. Tomorrow, tomorrow is what. Look, you need time to unpack. Don't get me wrong. You need time to unpack and get into baggage before. But I think people put a false like amount of grieving time on this on this matter if you are not over it don't go and use somebody else's child to get don't do any you know rebound situation but if like in two like if in two weeks you're actually ready to move forward look good on you boy go for it you know i like i'm not i'm not going to say i'm not going to say that there's a specific time mm-hmm. if you are ready if the, if the relationship ended before it actually ended yeah that's tomorrow you might be ready yeah i've seen it happen you know there are relationships where both of you are just doing first to talk do you guess <laughs> yeah don't get each ended. other are you going to be the bad person the has ended since, but every day is just how are you cool uh, so that you can be telling people that it was a mutual uh, a mutual decision meanwhile you've left the, the relationship nobody wants to be the bad two months guy. ago you've left no. i think i think it depends on what state you're in if mm. you're actually okay and you've like unpacked the things that have happened in this and you're okay Look, meet somebody else. But if you are not okay, keep it to yourself. Let me tell you, this rebound thing—it ends in tears. Always. Like, it is a phenomenally bad idea. Okay. Oh, closure is a scam. You know why? Uh, I mean, I've gone to do closure before. Uh, <laughs> but okay, so maybe I did closure on Thursday. Do you know who I phoned on Wednesday? My wax lady. Ask me why. Oh, that was gonna do that. Ask me why I didn't wear I didn't wear my trackies to do the closure. <laughs> why I wore I wore a jumpsuit to go and give them uh, a closure conversation. For me personally, me I found that the times that I really want closure is I don't want the door to be closed. I want the first door to close, then the second door to open again. Sometimes you can get it, but I think you get closure by yourself. Mm. It's not whatever somebody else says because when they say one, then you have a second question. Then they say two. Then you have a second question. Then next week, you remember the one they said last week. Then you want to ask them about that. Then you remember one memory from two months ago that happened. And then that person will say, those are the good times. You say, yeah. Hey, now you're on memory, um, stupid memory lane. Oh, <laughs> then no. you've gone back to another. Then you need another closure from the memory lane you just left <laughs> now again. Honestly, it's a merry-go-round. You have oh. to get down. You have to get down. I don't, I don't think you can have full closure mm-hmm. on a situation. I think there's always unfinished business and you kind of have to let it be be that way. Also, most people, frankly, don't even have the range to do the closure properly. Yeah, but do you know what I think? I think very often when people want closure, what they want is for the person to say all the things they didn't they say. They did wrong, yeah. From the beginning and apologize and make you feel good. And that's not really going to happen. It's so just, not. like, basically take your L is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like... Whatever you want from the closure, you want to understand what happened in a relationship. I don't think that is going to happen for most people in a way where you'll be satisfied at the end. You're either going to end up showing them your pants or you're going to end up having a conversation that leaves you kind of still unsatisfied about the situation. Especially if you still either want the person or you're angry and you're looking for retribution. Either way, it's not necessarily bad, but I have not seen it like leave somebody feeling oh yeah, this is fantastic. At the time you want the closure, maybe later. Because people always want closure two weeks after the situation. Mm. Later on is when you can start discussing, oh, what happened, this, that. And like I said, most people don't even have the time to be reflective enough to even know what happened in the relationship. They don't know. So we're all wasting everybody's time. I mean, before I read the next question, isn't that what uh, Ifemelu said she was going to do in America? See where she read Have you guys read America? See where the closure See where she left up now with the closure. All right. So this one, the person's uh, family enemies at work. The summary. I've been in Canada for seven years and I really want to move back to Nigeria. Am I mad? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My dear, (laughs) Uh, I don't know how to say this to you um, in a polite way, but yes, you surely are. This is your father's people. <laughs> they found your antenna and they are tuning it. <sighs> My dear, stay where you are. Look, stay uh, where you are. Am I? You see, I love when people ask questions like this. Am I <laughs> mad? Because the answer is always within. You've already identified. I don't know. So what you want? Eh? What you want? You want Christmas rocks? 
That's be visiting. That's why I suggest to be, be visiting this country yes. frequently. It will enter your body and it will leave. Then go back to a sane place where yes. you can live your life. I mean, well, personally, I can't live in Canada. It's too cold. Did so, they invite you? Shut up. Uh, meanwhile, I have you? passports. Uh, you all know that because you're listening to my podcast. So I don't need to go to Canada. Excuse, <laughs> excuse me. Please, I can go wherever I like. Okay, sorry. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you had a question. Someone had a question. Yeah, sorry, I had a question. Jala, I can't give her your mic. Mm? Okay. My leg is pinning me the shoe. Selfish. Hi, gals. Hey. Um, so, my question, I think a lot of people love your podcast because of how real you guys are mm. and how just like fully yourselves you are. But I find that with women especially, there is a tendency to maybe sometimes feel like you should make yourself smaller mm. if people are intimidated. So not even necessarily just in relationships, but even like in business mm-hmm. um, and just meeting acquaintances and stuff. So do you guys ever feel like, oh, maybe I'm being too loud or I'm being too, you know, whatever and feel like you need to make yourself smaller? Or, you know, are you just able to be yourselves all the time? And did you work your way up there? And how did you do that? You can start. No, please start. You are louder than me. <laughs> um, yes, and I still actually do it. Um, I'm actually not 100% myself all the time. Um, I find no, that. Are you yourself? Oh, shut up. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I find that um, there is an assumption that once a person is bold once, they are bold all the time. Um, and people, people prepare for that energy. Um, and sometimes pre-intimidate that sort of energy, right? Or pre-punish that energy. Um, so I find that there are very um, few... I mean, part of the reason why we decided to do the podcast was because it was one of the few places where you could genuinely, we could genuinely say what we like, when yeah. we like, and how we like, right? I think that um, my parents tried... My dad, in particular, tried really, really hard to make room for me to to be myself um but he's he's just he was just one person um and in uh, my first i remember in my first primary school i had a i had a an altercation with a teacher where we kind of i can't i can't i can't even remember exactly what it was but she said something that kind of implied and i think i was in primary one yeah and she said something that implied that that's why I think she called me irritating and that's why nobody likes you. And you know, to a five-year-old, that's like a really, really big deal. So I got home. No, it was because I was having an argument with a boy in my class and he was, he was wrong, right? But she kind of made it seem like just let it, like he's, he's, a, he's a boy, so just, just kind of let it go. And I go home and uh, at the time it was just me and my dad at home. So there's really nobody else to talk to. So he was like, Ajala, what's wrong with you? And I, no, I wasn't talking. I said, what's wrong with you? And I said that my teacher said I should not talk because I'm irritating. Right? And I don't remember what happened the next day, but I remember that my father, like, arrived in school with the anger of God. He was like, I do not care how much she makes noise or how much she talks. He's like, I can guarantee you, his point was, and I always remind him, and he always said that the point was that I know eventually people are going to the world might win. Like you're not going, you may not end up growing into a bold woman. So for as long as you can do it, I just want you to be able to do it. And I think that it, it comes in ebbs and flows for me. So there are sometimes I feel really, really bold. I can be the type of person I want to be, and often time, and sometimes I'm not. And what I've learned to do is kind of put mechanisms in place where there's somebody that can be strong for me in places that I'm not. So in business, my business partner, he always jokes about how. I do the intro and then he does the layup. Um, so I'll start the conversation and when he sees that my voice is getting smaller or I'm getting anxious, he starts talking. Sometimes if I'm having a conversation I'm not sure of that has to do with the podcast, I'll just say I'm not talking until FK gets here. And FK will say, where did you start from? Where did you finish? Or sometimes she'll look at me and I'll continue the conversation. So what I think it is is that not everybody is bold all the time. Um, and it's also an unrealistic expectation to put on yourself that you'll be this brave and bold all the time doesn't happen that way. That's just what I've personally found. You can try and figure out a way to make sure that um, where, there, where there are places where you find your voice shrinking, you put people or mechanisms around you that just help you retain, at the very least, 
the mildest, bold version of yourself, if that makes sense. Um, does my voice get lower? No, it does not. I used to, I used to do it before, to be fair. But I think in the last few years, I, I, it's, I, I actively have stopped doing it. Like my mom says all the time that I don't have an inside voice, and I don't have an inside voice. The voice that I have here now, this is my, this is my constant tone at any. At any moment, I don't. I don't reduce my voice for anybody anymore. Mm. But what I think it is is that sometimes, even in just being yourself when you're bold, it's not every time now that you'll be like in the mood or whatever. Everybody's having their their days. Part of learning to be yourself and be comfortable with yourself is just going with it. You know, my voice is normally loud. I'm normally talking. But if there's a moment that I feel like I don't want to, I don't then force it. And put it on. But I made a personal decision at one point that I'm no longer going to do it anymore. Okay, how does that play out in my relationships? It plays out in moments where in the past I have like stepped back or not said anything. And now I have. And so sometimes there's friction. Like let me say with my mommy now, friction. Because things have not been seen before. I'm saying them now. She's not familiar with it. You know, um, but now it's starting to become a conversation. I remember I had a conversation with her and I said, we've actually passed the stage where you say something to me and it will be the law. If we're not going to have a discussion, then you have to be prepared for me to not listen to what you're saying. In other relationships, even with with guys, romantic, I find romantic. that I'm a hey, romance. Now, I know you guys like romance. <laughs> with guys, I say I say what I have to say. Mm-hmm. I say what I said. And before, I used to be afraid of that because you don't want to rock the boat. But now, I'm no longer afraid of rocking the boat because sometimes that was key for, for the situation. So, to be fair, it's played out with a lot of friction and it's not without feeling vulnerable about it. So, I do it so, without question, but I don't always feel great about it. Like, I don't, I don't feel comf- confident in the moment sometimes when I'm being myself, but it has to happen. Yeah. Even in meetings, me, I talk my own. When I finish talking my own, then you say, oh, now sometimes I'm afraid that people will receive me the wrong way, but I give them to receive first, first of all. So, now my fear has shifted from actually being myself to kind of i'm doing it and then i'll have to deal with the consequences of it after it hasn't always worked well like with some friends it's started to cause problems now because i've started to say things that we're not supposed to i'm not supposed to say but i just feel like listen is this one life that we have and so at the end of the day you know yeah. the things that people like you for some people like you for are the things that some people are going to find um, off about you yeah. so i think i think you first have to be accept like this is how i am and this is how i am and not try to be no it's not even always about trying to be something else it's sometimes just you in your mind wanting to be a different thing than you are than you mm. are but yeah. i think you first have to settle in it and then be okay with whatever happens as a result of that because me whenever i'm myself no matter what i'm saying no matter what i'm doing me i feel okay i may feel a type of way about how you respond but me i feel okay i'm going to sleep well you know so yeah, that's it. I mean, in the context of relationships, I find that it's the relationships I choose that are my most free self, right? Yeah. So, I find that my voice is smaller with my mom, with my dad, um, with my uncles and aunties because that's family. You didn't necessarily choose them, but in it's very it's a disservice to yourself to not. So with mine, your voice is loud, Gara. Um, yeah. But I think. It's a disservice to yourself in the relationships you choose, whether it's romantic or platonic with your friends or whatever, that you're not your true, authentic yeah. self. And that might be a quiet person. That might be, you know, but I just find that if, if you can do that for yourself, where it's with the relationships you're able to choose, you know. I mean, I know we're, we're much bolder than previous generations. So, like, with, yeah. with um, family, we're still more bold. But it, there's no shame in feeling like you can't 100% always be the person that you are at home, right? I think people sometimes feel bad about that. Um, and I see that a lot on social media. Eh, can you do that with your parents? No, because I don't want to die. Yeah. I like, don't want let's to die. be realistic. And I think fine. practice in safe spaces. Yeah. Like practice with the people, with people who are actually your people. Somebody had a question. Yeah, somebody was just Hi, hell, thanks for the opportunity. Hi. I'm Tesla. Um, when do you Tesla, co- as in the car. The car. Okay. Ah, Mado, you guys have names. Phew, Tesla. Uh-uh. Tesla. Okay, I was born before the car, the idea of the car. All right. Excuse all me, right. Nicola. Tesla was born before yeah, you. That excuse, was the, that was excuse the brain. Excuse me. Yeah, the we know things. I went to school. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Okay, um, 
when do you call a quit in a relationship? Because um, you've been in a relationship. Uh, October 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Around 2 p.m., 2.30. <laughs> be, you know, after lunch, do you get be kind? Uh, before one. dinner, sure. Yeah, I think uh, so. But um, some people, they'll be in a relationship and uh, some shitty things happen in the relationship. And they'll be like, okay, it's just a phase in the relationship. And... Uh, I've had a situation whereby I'm a kind of person starting a relationship is really, really tiring. I don't really like it. Mm. It's so it's, no, it's really tiring. So, mm. but you're in a relationship and it's terrible, and you want to. Okay, you're trying to make it work, doing your best to make it work, but it's not working. And you know it's not going to work, but you're hoping it's going to work because. I don't know, whatever. So, when do you actually call a quit? See, you, you answered your question. You answered it now. Is that the, I, when you start asking this question in a podcast forum, that's the time yeah. that you have to end uh, the relationship. When you start asking people, should I? <laughs> and it, I think the spirit has spoken. Flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. Yeah. But honestly, I think, see, the work in, in, on, in relationship eh, is, not, is, is not the work of like you're continuously trying to make it. There's, there's, a, there's work in relationship to make it work. But when you start to find that the work is like strain and that is what all you're constantly doing, that's not what people mean when they say relationships take, take work. It's not supposed to be killing you on the inside. So I think once the thing tips over from something you're both doing, that you're just trying to figure out the way it works, but you're both still together too, you're not working against each other. You have to, and or when it gets to the point where you're starting to ask this particular question that you're asking, you said a couple of things. It's tiring, it's skinny. Oh boy, you are done. Do you get, tell is the young, tell the young lady the... now. And I was correct, it's 2.30 p.m. is coming up now. Phone that girl. Uh, hello, they said... This is the appropriate time for breaking up. But I think that once you become, begin to get... W- once you've tried to make it work and you, it's, it's now a constant like sink on your energy and your time and you are weary. Like the whole thing makes you tired. Every time you approach your relationship, you just feel like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. I think that's the moment where you both have to, to sit up. Like have a, have a conversation um, yeah. about it. Okay, I want to read my last favorite question. Oh now before we go is quite long tolu sent it in but i'll Mm -hmm. summarize Mm -hmm. basically tolu has two friends friend a and friend b (laughs) they are friends with tolu but they're not friends with each other then friend a had a had a i don't know if it's boyfriend or girlfriend friend a had somebody and they broke up and then that person moved to friend b and they were together however tolu saw with her eye that person that friend b is with sleeping in the same house as friend a i wanted to ask tolu where she was when this was happening <laughs> because i don't know how you saw them entering a room you you were there you saw it. you didn't say pim then you wrote it to i said what i said good she said she saw them entering a room together that they slept there she doesn't know what they did there but they slept there they woke up anybody she didn't say anything then her other friend is always asking her directly did you see the person i'm with and this your other friend together look um, first of all, me, I'm, I'm team, you have to cast immediately. It doesn't always end well, I will say that. But I can't see how someone will be my friend. And I will see the person that they're with moving mad. And I will not say anything. If I don't care about you, then Ray Charles. That's everybody's business. You know, I'm not your daddy. I'm not your mommy. We didn't want well, all of us are dying separately. All of us were born separately. But if you are my friend, I feel inclined to tell you. I am, I'm warning you now. If you go and start telling people, oh, this person cheated on you. Some people will actually defriend you. They will shoot the messenger. And you have to be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. But um, Tolu, what I have to ask you again, where were you? And why did you not say anything at the sight of And I said, come back here, two of you. Stand here. Come back. <laughs> Come back, Tommy. Stand there. The room. What are you guys going to? If it's fellowship, let's all do it. I'll tell you. What are two of you discussing privately together? And I know you guys are laughing, but that's literally for you. Come, I would tell you. Come she back. Would, uh, she would actually like knock on the door and be like, "Oh, hi, guys. Yeah, what's up? What's going on? How is this? You know, let's all get comfy in this bedroom that we're in." Can you imagine the nonsense? Anyway, Tolu, I question you. Yeah, I think I think the problem is that. Tolu doesn't know what to do now because clearly she has lied. Tolu has lied. Because friend the friend has been asking you. Because how can I ask you not just, did you see the person I'm with cheating on me? Did you see them with this other 
particular person. The person knows. She so, knows. So you are now boo boo the fool. And what is going to happen is that person is now going to make it seem like you are the problem in the relationship. Meanwhile, I hope your name is not actually Tolu because someone will listen to this podcast, then they've now found out that actually you are the one. <laughs> so look in several ways. I have Tolu, you've put yourself in a big problem. In a, in a you, couldn't, you couldn't lie, you couldn't say your name is Sherry or something also need Tolu. Sis, you have to but be yeah, guided. You have to cast. You have to, you have to cast. And you can do it in a really kind way. For instance, just be like, oh my God, you know what slipped my mind? <laughs> Man, growing up is horrible. I just saw. <laughs> I just. And you know, maybe the thing was so shocking <laughs> that my mind just blanked it. But it came back now as we're talking. Like a flash. It came Personally, me. I go for different means. I would have called you that. Hello? <laughs> Listen to them at the door. <laughs> Listen to them. Look, I don't have... T- I'm big on... I've done it before. I saw somebody else. I took a Snapchat of them. I took a selfie with them. Now, see where we all are, all of us together here. Look at who this person is with. Yes. So that when the time comes that you were there, uh, it won't be left. Look, I don't, I don't like yeah. such things. So, and, if, and people, um, people, people grow up. So there's this assumption that it's not not everything is a rom com. Okay, your friend will be irritated, but they are, but a part of them is happy you save them extra embarrassments because yeah. that's almost the most painful part is being embarrassed publicly. Because if you know, that means it's likely other people know too, right? Yeah. So save your friend future embarrassment, and then also be ready to roll up because you see when you tell a friend that kind of thing, she can now say, "Follow me, we're going to." <laughs> I have to draw oh, the line. Are. I have to draw the line. Everybody should take their else personally, please. <laughs> this is this is not a group hey, assignment. This is not possible. Follow me. We are going to. You have to say, hey, I'm coming, but just in case, what are we going to do there? <laughs> is this surveillance or My fighting? Dear, I've been disgraced before in this moment where somebody's boyfriend said that you beat all of us, Moni, and that's when I'm going. I'm going home. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Goodbye. And I won't do it again. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you guys yes, so much. Thank you We've so much for coming. I hope this was fun. Thank you guys so much yes. for coming. Like I'm actually really appreciative. I genuinely thought not that many people would be here, sincerely. Yeah. I told the cameraman um, that what you do is you angle it. You angle it. <laughs> so that when my enemy sees it, it will look as though we're just focusing on a few, you know, key yeah. faces. But yeah. you know, by the grace of God, they don't need to angle it. So you see some people are even standing at the back. Look yeah. at that. Look that's how stars do, it? That's how stars do. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you guys so much. So this will come out on the podcast soon, and then the rest of the questions anyone sent in, um, we'll, we'll have another episode. Yeah, because and then some of them are very heavy. Some of them are actually very deep. Oh. I don't want to go into it, but honestly, I'm not joking. We have to have a professional. We have to have a professional. They came and I were like, "This one pass out." Eh, I was like, "If I talk about this now, this person goes to go and do mistake." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but some of them were actually like they were they were really really heavy kind yeah. of deep. Um. Heavy. So as usual, um, you know our Instagram. I said what I said. Podcast. Yeah. Our Twitter. And as per normal, message Jola about <laughs> any of your needs. Share with your friends. And when your people enemies. message me, I reply them. Message. I've told you to <laughs> uh, message Jola. I don't want to hear from you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thank um, you. Love you. We'll see you on the next episode. Keep listening. <laughs> Who collected the offering? Um, anyway, thank you very much. I think we're out. <laughs>